Hey, it's Wednesday, October 6th, and you're listening to episode 35, wow, 35, of the Chasing Points podcast, your weekly honest dive into the world of sports. What's going on? My name is Sam. And I'm Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Hi, Sam. Welcome to the Chasing Points podcast. Thanks. <laughs> How are you doing today? What's up? I'm good. Uh, apologies if you guys hear laundry going on. I, it's just got to happen. I, I don't pick and choose anymore with this injury, but... It's I'm laundry good, Sam. Day. You know, hey, it, just, it just happens. Yeah. Laundry's got to get done. I'm glad you can multitask. That's that's for sure. We're gonna get some laundry out of the way today on this episode. I'm sure of that. <laughs> hey, good segue there. Week four of the NFL regular season's done. We're gonna react. We'll make some picks for week five. Uh, look back at how we did week four. Brandon's gonna tell you that he told you so. Those are his words. And uh, of course, do you care? But. Hayes, we got to start first with uh, with playoff baseball. It's October 6th. It's October 5th when we're recording this shortly before the first wild card game. Yankees at Fenway Park take on the Red Sox tonight. And the Dodgers headed to a Bush Stadium in St. Louis to play the Cardinals tomorrow. Your thoughts as playoff baseball is in the air. Garrett Cole. We paid That's you it. all this money. 324 mil to show up in games like this. I know you've been having some not so great starts, but I have faith in you. I'm still considered to be top one or two pitchers in the league uh, and going to be the runner up in the Cy Young this year, unfortunately. But this is where you show your worth. And it's so crazy that it's against a former Yankee pitcher, Nathan Evaldi, who I wonder if the Yankees ever sit there and regret regret getting rid of him because he's done nothing but great things for the Red Sox since he's been there. Um, so I'm really intrigued that. I want to see if, you know, if uh, Stanton or Judge cools off. I hope not. There's no DJ LeMayhew. Uh, see what this bullpen does because now it's back in full force with Severino sitting there, which I think is – I don't think that's getting enough uh, shine is Seve being in their actual bullpen, which is a starter that can go – more than four or five inning, innings, but also remember, he also started in the bullpen first uh, in his career. So I'm super intrigued about that. Uh, the Dodgers-Cardinals game, the Cardinals are, are a hot team. Dodgers went out and basically <laughs> traded – it's basically essentially trading all their first-round picks. I know they didn't necessarily do that, right? But they basically traded away their future for, like, let's just continue to win now. We won last year. Let's try to win again this year. Uh, and now it's on uh, two-tone eyeballs, Mr. Scherzer. Um, and I'm curious to see what's going to happen in that uh, that game. This is also Yachty's last playoffs. So that is going to be interesting because he's retiring this year, right? Is he? I don't think is he is. Is he retiring this year or next year? I think Yachty he signed a one-year deal I think recently. He's, I think he's retiring either this year or next year, but I could be wrong. But regardless, it's still going to be a great time. And yeah, I can't well, wait to get off here. And I love you guys a lot, but I can't wait to get up here and watch the Yankees either make me extremely happy or break my heart. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll start with – um we'll get the stats department on the Yachty Molina thing. But, uh, uh well, I, yeah, Garrett Cole is the answer for the Yankees. This is why you pay him all this money. Uh, he's really good at baseball. He hasn't pitched well the last couple starts, I think. I don't remember what his uh, 
Well, not that I think I know he hasn't pitched well. I don't remember what that ERA is. I heard it today, but um, Avaldi got lit up by the Yankees last time around, so that'll be interesting. No J.D. Martinez uh, for the Red Sox tonight. As you mentioned, Hayes, no DJ in the lineup. Uh, Rizzo's leading off, and Andrew Velasquez is playing short. Um, but a wild end to the season Sunday I, – I don't know about you, Hayes, but I found myself watching all these playoff or all these potential, uh, you know, big games in baseball on Sunday afternoon instead of watching a lot of a lot of the late slate in football, too. It was it was fun to keep bouncing around the channels, but a really exciting way that the Yankees got here. We're going to take it from the Yankee perspective here. We're both died Yankee fans. It's episode 35. You guys know this by now, um, but just really you know, hope that this momentum carries on and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, man. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Update Yachty retires next year. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the way that they won uh, was wild uh, on a judge uh, little bloop, <laughs> barely any power or contact essentially up the middle and a, uh, off kilter throw to home plate, which scored it was Wade. Tyler Wade, Tyler Wade right? flew, man. Yep. That guy can fly. Uh, so you had him out there. Um, and if you're wondering why he's getting playing time, I'm assuming it's because of all the movement with DJ out. Yeah, and, he came in uh, as a pinch runner. Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense because he's fast as hell. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought that was extremely, extremely in- interesting to see that it went all the way to that point of nobody scoring anything. Uh, it was already basically playoff baseball, uh, but they're going against, you know, the Rays, their, their arch rival that it's just crazy if we take a second to even think about it is when they were the Devil Rays, which they're going to probably find me for that now. Uh, <laughs> when they were that, uh, nobody ever believed that this team was going to be anything, expansion team, or, you know, going from where they were and, and now seeing where they're at and all the pieces that they built, like that money ball type approach has worked extremely well for them. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I fear them. They're really like the only ones I really, truly fear. Um, so if the Yankees win, they play them first, don't they? Yeah, the Rays, the Rays take on the winner of this game. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be fun at all for me. Yeah. Hopefully it ends better than last year well, with the race, but well, we'll see, I guess, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I'm intrigued. I'm definitely intrigued to see what's going to happen. Uh, I mean, I'm pumped just a little bit, but not going to get too high or too low. Just trying to keep it uh, even kilter. You know, you get seven good innings from Cole. You have Seve in the bullpen, you know, Loisica green Chapman. It's going to be, you know, if I said any other pitcher, I think it'd be an early hook, but you know, this is Garrett Cole has pitched in four elimination games, winner take all games like this. So, well, if, if he gives up, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, what was it? Was he the one that gave a three on a three run home run to uh, Low the other day or Lau, Brandon Lau? Oh, and Lau hit those three home runs. Yeah, yeah. he was. He, yeah, so he did that in the first inning. So we just need you not to do that, Cole, and I think we'd be okay. Um, if he doesn't give up a run in the first four innings, you're going to see him probably go for a while if he gives up more than two runs in the first four innings do not be surprised if boone hooks him do not be surprised i love how we say this and like 
by the time everyone hears it, the game will be decided. So I know. Like, it's kind of like a moot point, right? <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting for those that listen like, oh, these guys. But the guys you know, nailed it. I mean, these guys we're, were totally wrong. We're normally spot on with some of these things. I mean, as you'll see later on in this episode. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope he is just the ace that we know that he is and that he pitches his ass off tonight. That's all I'm hoping for. I'm good vibes. I have good vibes going into Fenway Park Channel and Bucky Dent here. I'm, we're good. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so I guess I don't know what else we have to say about the Dodgers and the Cardinals here. A lot of everything that I've read are people with opinions and everyone has an opinion. But sports wise, like it's just interesting that a team like the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Red Sox, whatever, you know, as hot as the Cardinals were, that they even have to play in the wild card game. Do you like the one game elimination wild card? Well, isn't it my understanding that it's not going to be around next year? Like this might be the last year that this, this happened oh, this way. Yeah, I don't know. I think I heard Jenny Finch uh, say that on uh, ESPN that this might be the last time that we even see this. So this is so I think that's kind of in the worst right now. Uh, the one game playoff, I mean, it's, it's super exciting. Right. But it sucks for a team like the Dodgers that they've been battling basically the Giants who came out of nowhere. Right. And the Giants end up taking the division. And it's like a team that has that many wins can be eliminated after one game. So it's just like I did all this for what. Right. So I kind of feel like maybe it should be, uh, you know, uh, best out of three. Uh, Would it be best of three? Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's one way you could do it. But I, at the same time, as if I was a player, would I want to play more games like that, right? Because you know those are going to be exhausting, potentially three exhausting games, right? And then you're going to have to go play the team that is the top team. <laughs> so you're going to be exhausted. Or it could be like the basketball theory um, or like the play-in games. Or you're, you're coming in hot, right, where – or wild card football, you're coming in hot, so you have that momentum and you ride that wave, right? It could be that too, but I don't know. I don't know if there's really a, a right answer for this, to, to be honest with you. I don't know if there's a right answer. Yeah, I, I like it. The Yankees have been in it so many times, and mm-hmm. we've lost a couple of them. But um, This is the first one the Red Sox are in, if I remember correctly. I think so, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just I like the Game 7 atmosphere. If you're MLB baseball, MLB, you got to hate the fact that the Dodgers and, and or the Yankees or Red Sox are all going home if they lose tonight. That would, you know, that's not great from a TV standpoint. No, not at all. Um, but it's as close to like a football playoff game you're going to get, right? The one and done kind of thing. So I mm-hmm. think that's kind of exciting. But yeah, to, to play 162 games and have it be decided this way. Um, but I guess that's, you know, that's the price. You have to win the division. And the as hot as the Dodgers were in the second half, they couldn't they couldn't shake the Giants. The Giants just owned that division, a team that you know we didn't see coming at all. So interesting. Uh, I guess wrap it up with with some picks here, man. Uh, I guess first, you know, you mentioned Cole Evaldi tonight, Max Scherzer, and Adam Wainwright tomorrow night. Who who you got in the next two days? My favorite team and the team that would have been my favorite team. So the Yankees and the Dodgers. All right. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with you. 
uh adam wainwright's used to these big spots he's won some super uh super, he's won some world series <laughs> uh but max scherzer is one of the best pitchers of baseball and that dodgers lineup is just uh stacked ter- yeah terrifying so uh and just i i feel good about the yankees as i just mentioned and we'll see uh we'll see what happens but i'm excited to uh excited to watch it in a couple minutes so we'll we'll get going to that um and uh as i mentioned week four of the nfl season ended last night with the uh the oakland raiders playing another home game in la uh with the with the chargers uh we both really like this charger team uh justin herbert's the man and after the game joey bosa said that uh, Derek Carr was shook because they got to him so much. Did, it, how much of this game did you watch? Were you bummed that there was no Manning broadcast last night? Absolutely bummed that there was no Manning broadcast. So that's number one. Number two, it, it, well, let, let me stay there for a second. I, my buddies in one of the fantasy leagues I, I play in with some of my coworkers, and uh, they were just like, you know, it kind of just showed how how spoiled we were to have those two talking about football because we had to listen to the terrible broadcast that was now outside of my, my guy, you know, who my guy is there. I could, I Brian Greasy, right. Definitely yeah. not Brian Greasy. No, Lou Riddick. I, yeah. Yes, I like Steve yes. Levy and, and Greasy. I, and, and I like, Riddick. I like Levy as well too. I mean, he's an OG. Um, I can do without Greasy. Um, if I'm being honest, if I had to get rid of somebody, uh, I also wish my boy Riddick was a GM somewhere. I wish he was running a football team. Yeah. 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 I, I wish he was so much, but that's, that's a whole nother topic. Um, yeah. So the game I, I watched, I watched up into the third, the beginning of the third quarter. And then the game watched me um, because it started late because of the storm, which I had to contact my sister because she lives about, 10 minutes from the stadium and I just saw the lightning she was at work uh so I asked her if she heard anything she was like no because she was inside the mall but that lightning was wild um a couple takeaways that I I have from this is before the game started Adam Schefter was calling (laughs) calling somebody a hall of famer already and this is only his second year that would be Mr. Herbert um, I wouldn't be surprised if he got to that point, but we should probably just pump the brakes because it's only year two, but it's not far off to say that he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league already in year two, his accuracy, his arm, he's, he's always in there for the big games, but he also has a crazy cast around him. They only threw the ball. Mike Williams, Mike Williams only got the ball once. They had one catch. Yeah. <laughs> but you still have the most underrated wide receiver, Keenan Allen. You have one of the best running backs and one of the most underrated dude, running backs in the league. Dude, that wheel route was so He's right. <laughs> right. Oh, man. <laughs> he just dropped it in and he just waited to put his hands up. Yeah. He got it last second. And that was just, just it. But, um, he throws such a pretty ball. Now on the opposite side, um, they kind of brought Derek Carr back down to earth, but I, I don't, I, don't, I can't even say that because 
The Chargers defense is really good. It's really, yeah. really good. You have you have a front four that can get to your quarterback at almost any time. And then when you have Derwin James, who is, in my opinion, as I said before, is the best safety in the league. And then they started talking about it on the broadcast that people are already comparing him to Ed Reed with his leadership. That says a lot when he can stay healthy and stay on the field. Well, and he proved caveat. that. Yes. Yeah. Right. So I, I can't really be upset with Derek Carr fully because they came back in the second half of which I started to see before the TV started watching me and they started to march down the field. And, you know, the problem is with the, the Raiders is they need to get rugs involved in their scheme way more. I don't care if it's a wide receiver screen, uh, quick in, quick out, um, five yard in, five yard out, um, uh, a hook route. I don't, I don't care. Quick slant, get the ball in his hand and let him do what he's got to do, right? Because everybody is playing the Raiders and they're like, okay, Waller's getting the ball. Let's just double team him. <laughs> let's, let's just watch Waller, right? Jacobs is not healthy right now. He's not himself with his toe, his turf toe that he has. So that's that. Uh, Hunter Renfro, solid. He also laid a solid hit last night, which was Man, perfect for him. He had the hit of the game. Out. He had the hit of the game. That was so clean, and he saved his team on that one. Yeah, um, that but uh, I don't know. I think the, the Raiders may be coming back down to earth. I mean, I think the Raiders may be, you know, who, who he thought they were. And, again, it's only four games, right? Look, they, they won – they're three and one. They won two games in overtime. Uh, you know, you still have to play who's on your schedule, right? So of one of those games they won was against the Steelers. Who, they don't look great. So, I mean, yeah, you play who's on your schedule. Their car has definitely been playing better, but I agree with Henry Ruggs. I don't think he should have been the first uh, wide out taken in that draft, but he's certainly talented and to need to get him more involved, especially with things that he can do. Absolutely. And I just... I think, think as quote unquote an offensive genius as John Gruden is, like some you know there isn't enough motion, there isn't enough ways to get rugs involved. And you know we're not in practice every day. We just we just like the guy and and watch him on TV on you know on Sundays. But you know maybe there's something else going on. But the guy's probably one of the fastest in the league, and just. And can you know can can play can ball so there's got to be something else. What's up? May, may I interject real quick? Yeah, you made a point that really drives me crazy. Is these teams have these true talented players, and they just scheme the way that they want to scheme, meaning coach wise, right? The team that does this the way that I think every team should really try to do this. Is the Chiefs. They have Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is not, he is a pocket passer, but he is also better moving if they move the pocket for him. Bootlegs rollouts. Correct. So the pocket slides down, the, the line slides down this way, or they move this way, and it allows him more time, which allows the next guys, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, to get open and utilize these guys. Because what Mahomes will do what he has to do to get those guys, and those guys always come back to the ball. And when they get their hands on the ball, what do they do, Sam? 
Gotcha. <laughs> and they ball out. Yeah. So I don't understand why teams I have rugs on my team. Okay, how in the hell can I get him the ball? And I, you know, I hate to drag a dead horse, but like this is this is the like Matt Nagy conversation we had. Like you knew since April that Justin, you traded a first round pick for him. You had the intention of going to get Justin Fields, a, an additional first round pick. You knew Justin Fields is going to be your quarterback. Why can't you design a scheme? Like you need to, like, yeah, you, as a GM, a, a coach, you want to get players that fit your scheme. But when you have a dynamic player, like a Henry Ruggs, like a, you know, Tyreek Hill, like a Lamar Jackson, like these guys that are just specimens, like just a, like they are just freaks and can do something so well, you start to, you have to integrate that into your game plan. Or else it's like, what are you doing? Like, I understand, like, well, they'll fit into our scheme. No, you got to fit into theirs too, man. Yep. Like, it's a two-way streak yep. here. And that's, yep. that's. Listen, I mean, yeah. I I feel that with any quarterback, and that's what I think one of the things that um, the quarterback of, of my team, the Eagles, for those that don't listen Another to great example. Time, right? Yep. Get, give, let Jalen do what he has to do. Let him get the ball out quick. Get it to other people. This is the first week that they started to get to the ball to Devonta Smith and I was just like he was going off the only problem is the defense couldn't hold up because how many teams can really hold up against the Chiefs offense yeah, yeah right so there there's that they still they went head to head with them they fought them right but there was no way they were winning which is why I didn't pick them to win this week I, I I'm not stupid like I am a fan I'm just not stupid right it, it's you gotta let these guys be who they are if you want them if they can't do what we know that they're good at, then you go ahead and you game plan the way that you want to game plan, but you should be game planning around these guys' talents and their strengths. That's why Bill Belichick is such a phenomenal coach. This is why he's the greatest coach of all time is because he says, this is what you do really good. That's all I want you to do. I don't care if you do anything else. I just want you to do what you do really good. And guess what? These guys excel in there. You have people on – if you break down the Patriots roster and look at their roster, you'd probably be like, these guys wouldn't do anything anywhere else. But they do great in New England, and they always have. You come get a guy that goes to New England, they play the way that they play, and they go somewhere else, that you never hear of them again, right? Yeah. This yeah, is the why. Patriot way. Right. So, speaking of the Patriot way. Yeah, that's a great segue. Uh, Sunday night. Did you hear Tom Brady came back to New England? I did, and I heard he was a, a big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. The uh, again, I don't have the final score in front of me. I think it was nineteen to seventeen. The uh, Buccaneers won on a fifty-six yard missed field goal from Nick Folk, uh, which he's on a couple of my fantasy teams, so that hurt. But what are you going to do, right? Uh, so the goat came back, faced off against the other goat, and. It was a, you know, it was a, a messy game. It poured and balls were flying. But overall, you know, Tom Brady did what Tom Brady does. His stat line wasn't going to jump off the page and impress you, but he found a way to win that game and to put his team in a position to win. And that's really what Tom Brady has been doing for 20 years. So it was, uh, I think, the second highest rated regular season game in, in quite some time. And certainly the fanfare that came with it. I, I think the game, you know, for as 
I thought it was going to be a bludgeoning. I think you did too. Like, a, you I know, say three touchdowns. And yeah. Did not <clears throat> so, you know, that didn't happen, but it was still an entertaining game and I enjoyed it. As, as you're drinking. <laughs> so Caught you off guard. It's okay. my bad. You know, it's fine. Um, I'm, I'm always prepared. Um, so it was, it was not what I thought it was going to be. Uh, I'm sure it was not what you thought it was going to be, but then I, I, when you really actually watched the game, it kind of should have been what we thought it would be because you knew if anybody in the league knows how to potentially stop Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, because he had him on his roster for 20 years. So if anybody could slow that man down, it would be him. And he almost did it. It was just a field goal, as you, as you mentioned. Um, to see Tom come in, to see the embrace with Robert Kraft and him cry, to see, to see him come out and get the love that he got from uh, New Englanders, which he should have. There was no way they should have booed him. Um, to see all the former players that showed up to the game was huge. To see him even break a record in that game, which is is huge because he did it. He basically got all those accolades leading up to that point while he's with the Patriots. Obviously, he had a whole season with the Buccaneers, but still, it it was it was amazing to see. It was amazing to see Tom Brady kind of vulnerable in the field right obviously when the when the whistle blew he was tom brady right but there's no way you can't tell me that the emotions didn't hold him back or mess him up throughout the game because it did um and hearing him at the end i'm i'm very very thankful that we got to see tom brady outside of the patriots and i know patriots fans won't agree with that but now we get to actually Seeing him be this vulnerable and this open, I don't think we ever would have seen that if he stayed as New England Patriot. Um, I know towards the towards the end, like the last year, he started to speak more, but this is the most free we've actually got to hear Tom and and have him openly talk about all this stuff. Um, was really really nice to hear. Like he 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 opened up. He said, "Of course, you know this is hard." It, it just really, 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 really bothered me to, to see that some people were talking the way that they were talking about this game prior to this and, and kind of pitting these two together. Like they have love for each other. Um, I know we've talked about it and I still think that they respect each other to the moon and back. Uh, there's, I don't think you cannot respect somebody that you've been around for 20 years and won so much with. Right. You one couldn't have done it without the other. Um, and I just loved how the outcome was. And that, of course, that ended it, it ironically ended with a field goal situation, which the Patriots have won many a games with field goals and big kicks. So I thought that was also hilarious, too. Yeah. Venetary and Guskowski for sure uh, to come to mind. But yeah, it, I thought it was. You know, it, it is what it is. Like you mentioned it, 20 years. There's, you could read all the reports and the book that's coming out and everything else like that. They're not fans of each other. Obviously, 
both of them knew what this moment meant for each other, for their legacies, and for football. And they handled it the way that they handled it, like with class and, you know, different kinds of ways, but with class overall. And thought it was a, a cool gesture by Bill to say, hey, I'll catch up with you after the game. And he went into the locker room of the Bucks for 20 minutes or so and, you know, That's did awesome. what, you know. Yeah, just, you know, you mentioned it like a, like Tom Brady was 23, 24 years old when he came to New England, spent his adult life in this in that building with his mentor like that. And it's just, a, you know, a great way to, you know, he he knew that it's there's time to smell the roses and reflect back on his career with the Patriots at another time. And that's when they retire his jersey and he goes into Canton and, and all of that stuff. But, you know, they both handled it the way that we thought they would handle it with class. And it was, it was cool to see. Um, okay. I'm kind of tired of hearing about Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, though. It's I am too. Now. I am but, too. But it, okay. it was a fun game. But I, I think we should talk about this one thing that we did not talk about because I think that was the part that a lot of people missed because uh, it was Tom and Bill, even though Tom wasn't technically playing against Bill. Uh, and he's technically wasn't playing against this young man either, uh, Mac Jones. Sir, I'm sorry. Uh, you are going to be a great quarterback. But I also did say that this class of quarterbacks is going to be the best class of quarterbacks. So you have to do good because you're a part of that class. Uh, but the way that that young man was throwing the ball, and they showed it during the actual game, his release, his time of getting the ball out of his hand, it's eerily similar to somebody else that was on the opposite end of that field. Um, and I just thought Mac showed out because he did not back down from that. And I think that says a lot for him. And I think that's going to help his confidence immensely. Look, he hasn't been on the same kind of stages as Tom Brady, but he did win a national championship um, with a stacked team, one of the best college teams we'll ever see. But Still, he led that team. He's got the same, you know, offensive coordinator that Tom had for maybe half of his career. Um, so there's there's some similarities there, I'm sure, with just how he's trained and whatnot. But yeah, he showed up for the moment, and he, you know, a lot of people thought he would kind of back down or quiver and throw a ton of picks and be all over the place and all the pregame stuff and the attention not on him. And you know, he's wearing. He's essentially taking Tom Brady's spot and no, he showed up. He, they played well. He had them in this game, like doing Tom Brady things. I hate the comparison of the two because they're not the same, but Mac Jones could easily slide into the type of field general manager that, um, that Tom was at the beginning of his career for sure. And with a little more zip on the ball too. I think we should stick here, Sam, because I'm 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 sure as a Jets fan, you're tired of talking about the Patriots, and I'm sure as just an Eagles fan, I'm tired of talking about the Patriots because they cheated us out of the Super Bowl. Uh, but let's talk about some rookies. And you talked about being able to throw the ball. Uh, your boy and the rest of these young rookie quarterbacks were throwing the ball this weekend. Uh, I keep telling you that you have your quarterback of your future. And he showed up against the Titans. 
especially that shot that he threw down the field to Corey Davis, oh, who man, I just so happened to have on a bench, uh, not doing anything. But it's okay. I still won my league by 70 points. So, oh. yeah. Uh, humble brag. Nope, not humble at all because I have to get it out there because it's certain someone but not the person that I beat either. I told you to um, draft Corey Davis. Uh, I mean, he's on my team. Uh, so it was uh, it was nice to see what I thought is going to happen. The game is slowing down for Mr. Wilson, and uh, he is going to be an absolute problem, Sam. And I can't wait until you're sitting there crying on your couch and your humble abode and you're just like, this is a beautiful, this is what it feels like to win and see my team in the playoffs. And I'm just going to give you a big hug and then I'm going to whisper in your ear ever so gently, I told you so. Oh, that's a theme today, I hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zach, Zach looked great. That that rollout and where he motioned to Corey to, to keep going and he threw that bomb into the end zone. That was, that was a beauty. He's definitely out of the rookie quarterbacks, like, He's got he's had the best throws, at least the best arm action so far. I mean, he's arm talent was not a question with him going into the draft. But yeah, uh, 297 yards, two touchdowns, game winning drive in overtime. He looked he looked really good. And I hope the Jets can take this momentum into London. They play the Falcons next week. Um, but I'm gonna yeah, need to just, remind me that that game's on Sunday morning because I'm probably going to, I don't want to, I mean, I'm up at 7.30, so that game is at what time, like 10? 9.30. 9.30, okay. So just remind me, send me a little text. Please. There you go. Um, yeah, that NFL Network, 9.30. Thank you. It'll, it'll be fun to to watch them in London and, and whatnot. First win for Robert Sala. Zach got a game ball. Corey Davis got the game ball. Robert Sala got the game ball from Woody Johnson. It was, it was fun. All right, we got our W against a banged-up Titans team that still – put up points and was still in there and and we'll see uh there but yeah these rookies are rookies looked a little better justin fields looked a lot better trey lance had to come in for uh jimmy g and uh you know wasn't as efficient but still had a bomb to debo samuel for like 70 something yards and looked pretty good and we won't talk about davis mills but um yeah we'll definitely not talk about him because i remember saying on here who the yeah. hell you guys talking about so uh and i'll continue to say who um but justin fields um can we just go ahead and fire naggy now did you hear what he said after they yeah. just won a game of that yeah no if andy's healthy he's still our guy what that's, a, that's a, such i mean we've been over this so many times but it's such a hill to die on like what i've said this already like what is what does he have on what's dalton have on this front office he's got something apparently because the fact that you keep saying that you have your best chance to win with andy dalton you're lying to yourself you're lying to yourself if you think andy dalton andy bartholomew dalton uh, probably not his middle name but that's what i'm gonna give it to him uh my guy like Andy Dalton has, okay. I'm sorry, Andy. I didn't mean to put you out here like this, but I have to. Andy Dalton hasn't been good ever. Uh, he's been okay when he was with the Bengals. I, I don't know why people act like he was the greatest thing ever. Because he, he was a second round pick from TCU. I know. I know. And uh-huh. he was above average. 
I agree. And the Bengals made a couple playoff yep. berths, but never actually won anything. They also had a great coach, but that's a whole other thing, too. Yeah, well, um, how, how come Marvin Lewis isn't in the league? Uh, What's going on? Do you, I don't think you want me to get started on that pass. So yeah, that's another sidestep that's that another one pod. real quick. That's another problem. Um, <clears throat> I might even bring that up again uh, because of somebody else that we're going to talk about later. But, uh, yeah, Justin Fields needs to be the starter for the rest of the year. I love Nick Foles. Yes, you won a Super Bowl with the Eagles, but sorry, buddy, your time has been past you, and we you've already proven that you're not a starting quarterback. You're a viable backup quarterback, if you're even that now. Just leave Justin Fields there. The team wants him to be there. Just read the room. But apparently, Matt Nagy, you can't read anything because you're bozo. Um, you know who is also a bozo? Big Fangio. <laughs> uh, could have went so many directions. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I could have. We're saving the best for last year, oh, guys. Oh, I know worry. the audience is. I've gotten text messages. We've gotten messages. We know we're saving it. It's it, it's coming. Don't worry. But Big Fangio. Um, yeah, you're worried about and said the Ravens are that type of team for running the ball. Stop them from running it. All right, so let me set this up. The Ravens irked the Broncos by running another play to extend their streak. They have a streak of 100-plus rushing yard games. It's at like 40-something and 43, I think. So they extended it, and they ran the play instead of taking a knee. Vic Fangio basically said, I thought it was kind of bullshit. Um, 37 years of pro ball, I've never seen anything like it. And then John Harbaugh would just shut him down, the uh, Ravens head coach. I'm not going to give that insult one second of thought. So, look, is it Bush to kind of to do that, especially you have the game in hand and you're, you should be in the victory formation? Sure. But does, you know, whatever. I, I have no opinion. I don't really care. But Vic Fangio is this old school head coach, defensive head coach, and you don't like it when your defense is showed up like that, but I feel like you have something to say. Well, his defense should have showed up all game and then he wouldn't have to worry about that. So there's that. Um, <laughs> the point. That's a good point. I, I, I mean, it, it's, it's just like the people, Oh, well, you know, like, I don't know why they shot that three or whatever. Okay. Or I don't know why they did stop them. Then just stop complaining about it and just stop them. Yeah. Just stop it. Yeah. That, that's all you, all you have to do. I can understand if, Lamar Jackson started breakdancing and spinning on his head in the middle of the field while the play was going on. We know he's not going to do that. Yeah. But Juju's I, that, doing TikTok yeah, dances. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, if that were to happen, 100%. But if they're doing something that is a part of the game, they're doing something that's a part of the game. Whatever. Yes, like you said, Sam, it, yes. Can it be considered Bush League? Absolutely. There's there's no argument there. But, I mean, just, just, just stop it. Um I know who couldn't stop the run. It was the Rams. <laughs> uh, they could not stop the run at all uh, this week, which is saying a lot when you have Aaron Donald heading your front four. Uh, Dave. Dave. Dave, Dave Sepperson. Like, I, yep. I have not talked to him mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks about this, but, like, dude. He said the Cardinals are going to go to the Super Bowl, and we just looked at him. I mean, he works with Sports Illustrated. He gets paid to do this. But, like, we looked at him, and our faces, if you could have seen it, were like, what? 
<laughs> and uh, no, man, the, the Cardinals look really good. They do. Kyler looks unstoppable at this point. Is I mean, he's every time I see him play, all I think of is Russell Wilson. That's all I think of is that type of player. And and people in the league have been looking for years and years and years to get another Russell Wilson. And then Kyler Murray comes out, and that is the next Russell Wilson. I don't care what anybody says. He is that. He's already proving it now. The way that he a play can break down and he can still move with his feet, he's so quick. His feet just moves. It's like little tic-tacs yeah, just running across the field, incredible. and he's gone. Um, so – I respect him, but I think what I respect more is is his intelligence. And then second is definitely his arm. I mean, he's a baseball player. He's yeah. got that arm strength. I mean, he could have he went baseball. He could have went football. He went football. He could have went baseball. He probably would have been star in baseball too. But he went football. And I'm very happy that he did because he looks really, really good. Shout out to A.J. Green for still letting everybody know everybody or let everybody in the league know that he can still play. Yeah. Um, I don't know why people thought he wouldn't, but I mean that we D hop on the opposite side. Um Connor Moore, Chris Christian yep. Kirk, Rondo yep. Moore. Um yep. man, that team's offense is is loaded and they're protecting the quarterback. And the defense is showing up too, man. And JJ Watt and causing some havoc and, and Chandler Jones and Buddha Baker, you talked about best safeties in the league. He's up there, man. Oh, he's, he's right. There. He's right there. Top so, three. Top three. You know, although I don't, I don't think either of us are really fans of Cliff Kingsbury. His lack of like in-game adjustments and like, just is he the guy to like position, you know, like, to win a big game? But like, this team's good. This team's and a division that's really tough. I'm just a fan of Cliff Kingsbury's personality and style. Yeah, seeing his fat ass crib, I was just like, yeah, now nah, this guy's got some style, some good taste. Like, yeah, no, definitely. That. He's just a super stylish dude. He just looks like a chill, chill type of person. May he? I don't know if he's arrogant or not. I don't know anything about him, but every time I've heard him talk, he just seems like a very humble but chill guy. And like he he fits like a the West Coast type feel, which is laid back, no worries, like whatever. If it comes to me, it comes to me. It happens. And kind of just go with the flow type dude. That's what I get from him. I could be wrong because I don't know him personally. Um, but that's just the the vibe that I get. But uh, it, it they did not make my uh, Super Bowl contender look good at all. But again, that's their first loss. Uh, and the Cardinals are now the only team that's undefeated in the NFL at this point in time. Uh, but speaking of Super Bowl contenders, I hate to say this. I said it though. I told you so. The Cowboys look legit this year. Um, that hurts for my soul to say. I uh, probably just died a little bit saying that. But um, shout out to you, miserable Cowboys fans. But again, it's only four weeks in. So Cowboys, Cowboys themselves. So I can't just let you get off the hook and think I was going to say nice things this whole time. What did they think I was going to be, Sam? Come on, man. They're probably still going to lose somehow, some way. But they look well, really, Mike really McCarthy good. Well, Mike McCarthy as your coach. Well, that is, <laughs> that that's is the, very, very true. That's the X factor here. That's the weak link. Yeah, uh, now, yeah, now that I saw that, well. 
now that I saw that, since you talked about it last week, Sam, yeah, I was just like, yeah, no. You saw it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's he's, just... he's going to be the reason. And I said it to my buddy, uh, Darian. I said, don't be surprised if he's the reason that you guys lose a very, very big game. Just him alone. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. What are your thoughts on the Cowboys? Do you think they really are a legit chance? Have a, yeah, I like, have a legit you, chance? Yeah, I like them going into the season. I didn't think they'd be this good. Um, but Dak... Dak's healthy. He looks healthy. He's playing healthy. They're, you know, they're sacrificing some of the passing and, and they're getting Zeke and Tony Pollard involved. That line looks great They're, You know, I was watching highlights this morning and they're like, Zeke's just going through these tackles unscathed into the second level. Like just, just playing really well. The defense is Michael Parsons. They moved him to edge and he's just like, all over the place. Every big play on defense, he's right there. Uh, Diggs, just, again, five interceptions in four games. He's playing out of his mind right now. Yeah, he's catching more touchdowns than his brother. I but read that, somewhere. Oh, wow. But, that was, uh, a, that was a big thing. That's a big thing that people are all are talking about. And, and Cowboys fans will say that. Your haters are saying this, but they said uh, – I heard it on ESPN. I forgot who exactly said it, but – the Cowboys keep making these these uh, big plays, like these interceptions. What happens when the interceptions go away? Because there's going to be a point in time that you're not going to be able to yeah, intercept the ball all the time, right? I what mentioned this. Then? Yeah, I mentioned this last week or two weeks ago. They're very opportunistic, right? Like, um, they're playing they're playing really well, but they're putting, but they're in situations to get those big plays. You know? Yes. And they're schemed up that way too. And they're baiting the quarterbacks into, you know, that that pick uh, that Diggs had and just like baited Darnold, which is an easy thing to do. Trust me, I watched him for four years, but it's an easy thing to do. But baited him into that pick right there. You know, it's just. Yeah, they're they're just taking advantage of what's in front of them. And I, I think that they're certainly a, a contender for the Super Bowl in the NFC. Definitely. For sure. All right. I think. Uh, you know, put a wrap on week four here. It's time to unveil our picks for week five and kind of look back to how we did. We both won 11 and five last week. So not he bad. Is on. So you are 34 and 14. Or were, were you going to sing? No, I was going to sing. The yeah. beat is on. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> It's okay. I got you. I knew it. I looked at you and you got closer to the mic, and I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna screw this up. You didn't, you didn't. It's okay. We were there together. Nice. We got it. Uh 34 and 14 for the season so far, excluding week one. I still have to find our picks from week one. We weren't on the air doing them. Uh, and I'm 32 and 16, so still two games back of you, but still plenty of time to catch up. Let's do week five, shall we? Yes, we shall. Thursday Night Football, your Los Angeles Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> My Los Angeles Rams. Well, I like you're, the Rams too. You're, you're ridiculous. Um, it's your Super Bowl pick. It is my Super Bowl pick. I think uh, Russ is starting to cook. Um, I want to pick the Rams for this game so, so bad. But I think the Seahawks are going to win. All right. I, f- I have a feeling this is like a Seahawks game, like one yeah. of these wild Thursday. Like every time the Seahawks are on Monday night, 
Thursday night football, there's always something wild going on, some crazy ref call or something. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Rams on this one. Okay. Okay. Excuse uh, me, I'm dying over here. I'm coughing up. Yeah, please um, don't die. Don't die. I'm good. Um, yeah, so that should be a fun one. Thursday night football. And 9:30 on Sunday in London, the Jets head to well, I guess they're in London. They're playing the Falcons. They're not headed. Yeah, they're London. both they're both heading to London. <laughs> they're heading to Big Ben. Not Jets Falcons. Player. Yeah. <laughs> uh I got uh I got the Jets. Oh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that one. I'm gonna go Jets too. You gotta Any be risky reason? sometimes. You gotta be risky sometimes. You know, I I've my my picks have been, you know, they've been easy picks for me. I would say I gotta I gotta switch it up in order to create this gap against you. I gotta, gotta see that was my that was my thought process when we first started doing this, and I paid for it. But yes, you did. You did. That's the problem with me letting you go first. So I'll take this one. <laughs> Uh, again, I'm going to pick the Jets too, but I think it could be a kind of a trap game in a way. First time head coach taking a team across the seas and, and Zach Wilson. And, but I just don't believe in this Falcons team. Uh, so I'm going to say the Jets, but Bucks, Dolphins, I'm going to go with Bucks. I know tough call here because yeah. the, the Dolphins are playing so well, yeah. but, uh, Definitely going the Bucks. <laughs> Easily, easy pick on that one. All right, Tennessee Titans seem to rebound, and this isn't maybe an easier rebound. They play their division rival, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. I have a I'm... feeling it's going to be a very close game, though. I okay. don't know why. It depends on if Julio and uh, was in uh, AJ Brown are back, but I'll, I'll go Titans. You think the team's going to gather around their head coach and play for him? In Jacksonville, uh, the New England Patriots are headed to Houston. Take on the Texans. Patriots. Talk about teams that look bad, man. Yeah, the Texans. Patriots gonna win. This is a terrible game. Packers at the Bengals. This is gonna be a good game. This will be fun. Yeah. Um, Pat's just won, didn't they? The Packers beat the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going pack. Let's go pack up. I want to pick the Bengals so bad because you know I, I really, too. I really like this Bengals team. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to do it. Bengals okay. upset the Packers, even though no, I, I mean, go for it. You know, ever since week one, losing week one, Aaron Rodgers is nine touchdowns, no interceptions, and he's three now. So, yeah, I'll I'll say the Bengals. Okay, I'll say the Bengals. Lions at the Vikings. Lions. Okay. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. I hate the Vikings. You know, I gave this whole speech last week or two weeks ago about how the Lions are going to be underdogs and spoiler and whatnot, but I think the Vikings are going to win this game. They probably will, but again, this, that was just one of those picks I just got to toss up, you know? Here's, here's one. We hit the panic button last week. With the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're home to take on the Broncos. First off, I didn't hit a panic button that panic button at all because I said at the beginning of the season <laughs> that the Steelers were going to suck, and they have proven that. Um, so Broncos all the way for me. I'm gonna say Steelers. 
interesting. Well, someone, you know, I don't yeah. know why I'm picking the Steelers, but I, I am. I How about the uh, New Orleans Saints and the Washington football team? Saints. Okay. Yeah, I like the Saints too. And your Eagles against the Panthers. Uh, I want to go Birds. Uh, but I think Panthers have something to, to prove. But I don't think the Eagles want to lose again. So I'm going to go with the Eagles. Damn, I wrote down Panthers for you. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll say the Panthers. Sorry, Ben. It's okay. Browns at the LA Superchargers. That's going to be a really good game. That'll be a good one, too. Uh, Browns defense is – I'm going Browns. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Browns, too. But yeah. I really like this uh, – I almost said San Diego. I really like this LA team. <laughs> Bears at the, the Vegas Raiders. I'm going to actually go with the Bears. Oh, okay. Bears, yeah. If Justin Fields is the quarterback. Can we do this? Because <laughs> like, I don't know what Matt Nagy is going to do. If Justin Fields is the quarterback, I'm going with the Bears. Not I'm going with the Raiders. Anybody else on that roster, I'm going with Raiders. I'm going to pick the Raiders. Okay. Um, what happens if Nick Foles is the quarterback? Uh, they get blown out. <laughs> the New York Giants are at the Cowboys. They should probably stay in New Jersey. Yeah, I agree with. I agree. They, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should just probably stay in New Jersey. That's where they should stay. Forty Niners, <laughs> Cardinals. Uh, I'm not betting against Kyler Murray right now. Yeah, I can't either. <laughs> Very chalky today. Sunday night football. This will be a great game too. Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. If the Bills were at home, I'd say the Bills, but they're going to be at Arrowhead, so I got the Chiefs. I do too. Rematch of what the championship game last year. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say the Chiefs as well. And Monday night football, we all have the pleasure of watching Carson Wentz and the Indianapolis Colts (laughs) at the Baltimore Ravens. So I'm already writing Ravens for you. By by watch, you mean that we're going to have the pleasure of watching Lamar Jackson because nobody yeah. gives a damn about Carson Wentz. So, yeah, Ravens for sure. No Manning broadcast next week either. It's off for like two weeks. They're only doing 10 games out of the 17-game Monday night well, schedule. So, If any game that we're going to need it for is that game because I don't want to hear what the broadcast is going to be saying about this because they'll be talking about Wentz the whole game. So... Yeah. But Skipping, Wentz, get all those up? snaps. Get all those snaps, Wentz. Get all of them. Get all so, of them. So yeah, I shared with I shared with Brandon over the uh the or the other day a Twitter account that simply just tracks Carson Wentz snap count. Because I believe it's 75%. If he takes more than 75% of the snaps, the uh Colts have to give the Eagles their first round pick, which is in the top 10 right now. So uh that's uh, Hayes' new favorite Twitter account. He's got it bookmarked and set re- alerts to, and he's ready. Don't screw me on this one, Carson. Hey, we're going to skip uh, UFC corner this week because I was told not much is going on. So it's time to play Do You Care. Hey, you want to play Do You Care? I absolutely do. Do I even set this thing up or do I just Yes, say you do. Urban Meyer. 
<laughs> if you want to leave it right there, I can handle it from there, sir. Uh, I told you so. I don't know how many times I got to tell you guys that Urban Meyer is the biggest scumbag in football. And if you can't see that, then somebody should smack you in the face with a shovel. Like they should smack him in the face with a shovel. I hope his wife beat the piss out of him is what I hope happened to him. He is an absolute scumbag. You're going to apologize to the team. (laughs) I'm sorry, team. I was a scumbag, which you guys probably already do. Uh, Urban, 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 urban. Again, I don't understand how this guy keeps getting jobs. Oh, because he keeps winning. So that's all that matters to you scumbag organizations too. Uh, So that's all you pay attention to is winning. But yet you keep putting this guy on the front or the head of your organization. And he keeps running it like it's a (laughs) the good old boys club um, that just do whatever they want to do when they want to do. If you look at his hires, you look at what he's done at all the places that he's been, there's been nothing but trouble that has followed this man over and over again. And I said it before the season, the day he got hired, I said, this is going to, it's not going to last long. He's going to screw himself over. He's going to do what Urban does. And guess what? This is where we're at now, out here dancing with a young lady while you have a wife at home waiting for you in your restaurant no way it can't be you because you got a ohio state quarter zip on (laughs) uh urban who else is it bud it's you all right yeah so urban meyer and the jacksonville jaguars were in ohio to take on uh the Bengals on thursday night and instead of flying back with the team he said he wanted to spend more time a a game that they lost by the way they're owing for uh instead of flying back with the team which is what you do he stayed in ohio where again he was the head coach of ohio state for who knows how long i don't even remember don't really care um and he said he wanted to spend more time with his grandchildren and yet he multiple videos and photos taken of basically college girls grinding up on him to the point that the young lady had a snapchat and said who is this old guy that keeps hitting on me yeah so so you are the scumbag that said you want to spend more time with your grandchildren. I mean, she's probably the same age as your grandchildren. Um, if you don't fly back with your team, that's that's the cra- look. Like he, the whole thing with his wife. That's one thing, right? But like, that's the thing that just like sticks out to me too. Like aside from the whole like putting yourself in situations like that where you shouldn't. Right? That's his family life. I'm not gonna dive too deep into that I don't, again don't care but you didn't fly back with your team after your are and four you got a rookie quarterback who's been graded as one of the best prospects we'll ever see and you you don't fly back with this team and now the owner is saying that you know we we i truly believe he's remorseful and he's gonna have to show the team that and i think he can get back there this first off their their owner is an idiot too but uh, I, just let him go to USC because that's where he wants to go. Yeah, let him go to USC. he's just setting himself Goodbye. up to go yep. to USC. Just so I got go. m- multiple messages about this. And people want to know, do the Jaguars fire Urban Meyer? I would, but knowing who their owner is, they're not going to. See, I don't think you could fire him over this, but the 
the collection of missteps and actions like this is just another bad piece of the puzzle that's right? where my mind goes it's right. not just this one situation i wouldn't fire him over this but he needs to be an nfl coach he's got it he's got to fly back with his team he's got to basically give the like recap of this game get them in there saturday whenever sunday whenever they're all back together and go over this game and set themselves up to whoever they're playing next week i don't even remember um i forgot who he spoke to it was another head coach that he spoke to and i don't remember it and it was a sound bit that they caught and he was just like you know he asked him how he was doing he was like you know man he's like it's hard he was like it's like you're playing alabama every week yeah it's like, what did you expect? What did you think you were getting yourself into? Like, this is not these kids that are, are coming in and trying to get to the NFL. Like, these are grown men. What did you think it was? No team is, even though we talk sass about certain teams, no team is technically easy to beat because anybody can beat you on any given day. And you, you're you just going to say, yeah, they're like playing Alabama. Yes, what did you think? There's a lot of Alabama players in the league, too. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think is going on I, he just just stop giving him jobs i just apologize to the team and the staff for being a distraction it was stupid so i explained everything that happened and i owned it you know just stupid i should not have put myself in that situation the coach should not be a distraction that's what he said dude i mean you sum it up that way the coach shouldn't be a distraction but what if this was like what if Trevor Lawrence didn't fly home with the team and he's in, he's at Clemson and he's at some bar and instead of studying game tape, he's like, I mean, he's engaged or whatever, but you know, he's with somebody else and like partying when he should be at the facility, like working like Trevor, you know, I don't know, man, you can't fire Urban Meyer over this in my opinion, but he's, he's all but gone. He's all but gone anyway. He's got one foot out the door himself. Like he's gone, you know, he'll just find the next situation to be. He's just Mr. Opportunistic, right? Mm -hmm. After rumors have come into the NFL for years and years and he, he just sidestepped it. Oh yeah. I have this generational quarterback prospect. It's, you know, let me go be his head coach. You know, I hope for Trevor Lawrence's sake. And there's a lot of talent on that Jacksonville team. Like there's some talent on that Jacksonville team. I, I hope for you know, those players say, and the fans of the Jaguars that you have a new head coach in 2022, because this is just a cycle that's repeated itself for years now. Well, Florida, Ohio State. Like I said before, he's going to ruin Trevor if he's there for multiple years. And this is already the beginning of that. So you should probably get ahead of it, Mr. Khan. Yeah, Shad Khan said, what I will say, is that the conduct of last weekend was inexcusable. I appreciate Urban's remorse, which I believe is sincere. Now we must regain our trust and the respect of locker room. Whatever. <laughs> you can move on to the next thing because I'm, I'm going to get too too excited, too heated over this. I had this whole list of things I wrote down of all of his missteps, and I don't even care to read it. Yeah. Um, so we'll just move on. Mm-hmm. Hey, we talked last week about how the Mets are a dumpster fire. Um, and they reportedly are letting their uh, manager go, Luis Rojas, after two years. And you remember they originally hired Carlos Beltran to be their head coach, and he never actually coached or a uh, manager, and he never actually managed a game. And Luis Rojas was revered um, in that organization for a while. And um, 
seemed to be a pretty good candidate and the team just you know just fizzled out and and didn't um didn't make it so they uh letting him go giving him an option to stay in the organization again they like him a lot and they're reportedly going after theo epstein to lead their baseball operations do you care i really don't care anything that the mets do um but shout out to them if they get theo because he is a great baseball mod um but again the mets will be unamazing for quite some time so have fun with that mets fans if Theo Epstein gets hired by the Mets, will you sing the Mets theme song again? Absolutely. Awesome. We'll look forward <laughs> to that. Um, this just in again, it's Tuesday night. Uh, Clayton Kershaw is not playing in the playoffs. Oh. Playoffs. Like uh, the whole you know, thing. you know, like how he normally never mind. No, I was shut down with the elbow injury. Mm, I know. Mm, I'm good. Okay. Just letting you know. Hey. Do you care? The Super Bowl 56 halftime show was announced. Super Bowl is moved back a week. It's Sunday, February 13th in L.A. at SoFi Stadium. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Kendrick, Mary J. Blige. Do you care? Absolutely. Uh, You have nothing but legends on that bill. You have three people from California all from close to that area just from knowing and being in california they're not too far from that area um then you have eminem who is tied to dr dre and then you have mary j who is just mary j blige the the queen of hip-hop and r&b uh finally is a super bowl performance that i actually really want to sit there and watch now i'm not saying i didn't enjoy beyonce or bruno mars um who was last year uh, the weekend. weekend, the weekend, you know, what I mean, like, great. This is two. This is pretty much, I think, three in a row that I've actually really, really enjoyed. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm for it. I'm all for it because uh, I just I mean, they can't they're going to be edited as all hell. But it, it'd be it'll be fun to see what they're going to do, especially if they give Kendrick the reins that I hope they give him. But we'll see. We would definitely say. Yeah, these are, I mean, legends of, of hip-hop and R&B here and, and some of my favorites and absolutely love uh, Kendrick Lamar. Um, so it'd just be interesting to see, like, how the the ups and downs of the Super Bowl performance, right, from, like, Justin to Janet and, like, went rock band, like, conservative for so long and for now so long. Jay-Z's involved and Rock Nation's involved and, like, slowly getting more progressive and aggressive with um with the bill I'm, I'm excited to see this especially you alluded to the compton like um just the proximity there and, you know these are the five that are on the bill who knows who else is showing up uh i think it's just going to be a lot of fun uh and i don't care if you don't care not you but <laughs> just in general don't watch go to the bathroom don't care um, anything's better than the who need to see the who oh man the who they're Uh, legends man no they are legends you're right i'm not saying that i don't enjoy their music i just don't need to see aarp on the stage i'm good right with that yeah i said it what's what's been your favorite half i'm gonna ignore those comments i do i don't (laughs) love love the who but i like the who like what's been your favorite halftime show Mm, probably bruno's in in recent memory yeah, that was Bruno good. just puts on a show no matter where he goes, what he does. Uh, Bruno for sure. Um, 
I do like the fact that Maroon 5 brought out Travis Scott. Um, I enjoyed Maroon 5 as well, so they did pretty damn well. Um, Beyonce's performance was, was solid. Weekend's performance was solid. Um, I, my favorite of all time is still Michael Jackson. Mm. <laughs> there's, there's, that's, nobody is going to surpass that for me. It's still Michael Jackson. But, yeah, that's, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I don't you? know if I have a, a favorite, but, yeah, the week, I like The weekend. Bruno was great. Um, Coldplay I liked a lot. Like, all the lights and stuff, that was cool um it's just overall i've pretty much liked it i don't like you too so i wasn't into that one um i i don't get the thing i don't get you too i don't get it disrespect right that's me <laughs> i just had to throw a shot at you because you were just the who <laughs> hey look at dude we timed this with five minutes to go until the yankee game starts look at that we did it weren't even trying to do it that way. I would say, what are you looking forward to this week? But I bet you it's some playoff baseball, um, NBA preseason, and some football this weekend. Penn State, Iowa, Penn State. big game, three, number three, number four. I don't understand how Iowa jump, jumped us, but whatever. I hope they just jump all over Iowa and beat their faces in. But that's going to be a really, really hard game. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Let's all right. Before. Else. Before we leave, what's more likely to happen by the time we crack the mic next week? The Jaguars win. Urban Meyer resigns slash retire, uh, gets fired. What's more likely to happen? Jags winning. They play the Titans. You said it's what's more likely. I don't think yeah. Urban's going to get fired yet, but that would be uh, more likely. Do you think he'd take some time off like he did last time and – if he does, I hope he just loses every clock and doesn't remember what time it is and never comes back ever again to football. That'd be nice. All right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, that was the Chasing Points podcast, episode 35. Thanks so much for listening. Tell your fr- friends, please. Leave us an Apple review, um, five-star review. They go a long way. And uh, thanks for following us on Instagram. If you do, at Chasing Points Podcast. For Brandon, my name is Sam. Thanks so much for listening. Until next week, take care. I know you guys were deprived the other day when social media went down because you weren't able to listen to our podcast or watch it and see what we post and stuff. Um, I know. But outside of that, I hope you guys had a nice little vacation. And I hope it made you realize that you don't need social media all the time. Yes, we use it to promote our podcast and other things that we do. But I really hope it was an eye-opener. Normally, I make jokes at this point in time, but it was refreshing to see people not posting for hours on end. And because a lot of people get bullied on there. And it's not something that I stand for. And I hope this kind of changes people's perspective that you don't need this. There was a time when there was no social media. Uh, So for me, yes, social media is a great Thing, a great tool for us to use to promote our businesses and I absolutely love that for that I also love it for people that love to express themselves but I don't love it for all the negative stuff that's on there and misinformation uh, so with that being said I hope some of you take this and run with it and give yourself some time throughout the week and actually give yourself a little vacation from social media uh, because it will change your life it will change your world and trust me you can come back to me and I will tell you 
I told you so.